I'm I'm wiped, bro. <laughs> I'm absolutely really? knackered. I went to bed mad. Obviously, you must have went to bed late as well. Mm. Um, but then I couldn't. I was still gassed after it, so I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I was just buzzing. Where it was so sick, bro. It was the prob- It was one of the sickest things I ever seen. And obviously, like, sorry, we start. We started the podcast. Might as well just go. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. For those yeah. that have just tuned in, we everyone has just tuned in because at the beginning. But we're talking about Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer. Last night and verses. Mm. Um, I had a party and then straight after was the actual uh, clash. I, the thing is, and most of the the verses things, people have been saying, oh, it's not a clash. It's just this was a clash. This was a hundred, even though they're friends and they were bridgens, this was one hundred percent a war for yeah. war, war them a war. It was real, yeah. and yeah, and I think. The setting was amazing. They both were in the same room. They both had their own DJ. It was just sick, man. It was so good. It was just... How it started as well, yeah. It started off slow. Yeah. And it kind of warmed into it. And it's funny. It's almost like when the police come to lock it off, their manager just dropped their gear and said, yo, it's time to get into this. Yeah. Like, I can't even... Bruv, for me, it's the best thing that I've seen on Instagram. Yeah, hundred percent, easily. And it's and it's and it's the best thing. It's um, it's by far the for me the. I don't want, I don't know if I want to gas it too much, but for me, it's one, like one of the best things that's happened since quarantine. Yeah, I agree. I like entertainment wise, um. And it, it, they, they just took it, like, that's how all of the verses should kind of be. And I know that with certain genres of music, there isn't that aggression and there isn't that kind of clashing vibe to it. And, and Gil Scott and Angie Stone, that's Erica in its Erica, own arena. Gil Scott and Erica Badu, sorry. That's in its own arena. Do you know what I mean? That was never going to be a... a, a, a tune for tune, rhythm for rhythm. Mm. But, you know, you're kind of Nelly and um, Luda, that, that could have been harder. Um, this, this There's going to be nothing like this again. There is no. I, I, Also, though, we, we can't ignore the fact that it, it, the fact that it was so sick was because they were in the same room. you got to mm-hmm. think about it like this. I think if Luda or Chris and Nelly were in the same room, it wouldn't have been as good but it would have been better, hundred percent. I feel yeah, like a lot vibes. of this, yeah, definitely more vibes. I'm like, I think a lot of this, a lot of a lot of we're com- we're comparing it to the other verses battle, obviously, but this was different. They were in the same room. They had a vibe. They had two DJs. The quality was crystal clear. There was no yeah. Wi-Fi issues. The camera was clean. It was just sick. Everything yeah, about it was yeah. even even the fact that the feds tried to come lock it off. Added to it for me, I was like, "Well, here, here, here the thing, here the thing, yeah." Because when I'm watching it and Feds have come in the place, yeah, Aisha's like the, the 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 Prime Minister of Jamaica. Everyone was watching this. The Prime Minister was watching this, and the Prime Minister had seen Wagwan and said, "Rubwe, bring me the red phone because I need to ring somebody. <laughs> I need to ring somebody and." Because this is foolishness. There's no way police are locking off this. You're mad. Like, 
this put Jamaica... I'm not going to say Jamaica's fallen off, but there was a time in the 90s and the early noughties where Jamaica was the place. Like for, you know, holiday destination, music, food. And, you know, as, as other countries develop around the Caribbean and other countries in Africa develop, you know, other people get a share of the pie. But this thing yesterday... Yeah. We just put the make right back on the map, and there was no one. But some little, some little dickhead police officer <laughs> that wants to get some stripes. He's gonna try. Nah, bro. Uh, no way. I did see the the comment for is it the Jamaican constable? Are they called the Jamaican constables or something? Constable. Like yeah, yeah. So there was a message in the comments that says, "So what? The the curfew doesn't apply to you, you guys." like trying to stick it on them and then a few minutes mm. later they actually turned up so it was basically to do with the fact that there is a curfew in jamaica people are supposed to be in their houses at 8 p.m and obviously beanie man about a killer were not adhering to well the look, curfew. Look, this is happening all around the world yeah and this kind of leads i do want to come back and touch on the beanie man bounty killer some other bits of it later on in this podcast but this leads quite well onto what Femi you put into the group. I think it was, was it this morning about the um, the politician that was just moving kind of around? Oh, my man, Dominic Cummins. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so allegedly, allegedly in March, at the mm. height of the lockdown, uh, lockdown. I think it was the beginning, isn't it? I think the it was beginning, like, yeah. So he caught coronavirus. Yeah. And allegedly, well, it's actually a fact. He, um, he it, went to his parents' yard or something. Yeah, he pulled up to his parents' house in Durham. I don't know if you know where Durham is, yeah, but Durham is the most northern part of England. It's like one of the most northern parts of England. It's near Newcastle. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's I swear quite it's, far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close to Scotland. Mm-hmm. So this guy's claiming, yeah, because him and his wife had, had, had coronavirus, they mm-hmm. had to drive up to the north of England to where his parents live to leave their children there? Yeah, because they didn't feel that they could... Or their child. I don't know if they've got two children. They were were well enough to look after them. You know how much BS that is? When you're like... Why is is that BS, though? You know what it is? How do we know that's BS? No, no, no. Ace, it doesn't matter. Firstly, the government guidance is that if you find out you've got coronavirus, just stay in your house. Mm. Yeah. Yeah? For 14 days. Yeah? Even with your kids, because they might have it now. Let me pause. You. Let me let me pause you there for me. So this is what's his name, Dominic Cummings. He basically runs. He's the reason we have Brexit. He's the reason we have Boris. He runs. He's like probably the most powerful man in England. So 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 it's safe to say that he's not short of a bob or two. Yeah. No, he's rich, bro. He lives in Islington. That's fine. Not where so, your barber shop is, Islington. Like actual actual upper street. Yeah. So he, so what he could have done is, is he could have very easily paid for his parents to come down to him, and he locked himself in a room and isolated in a room like this. There's people that I know, like families, where the the husband's got it and he's just locked himself in a room for two weeks. But anyway, sorry for me. Wow. Sorry, so, so the problem is, I suppose that like, the problem is not that he broke lock for me my problem is not that he broke lockdown rules because like i've probably broken lockdown rules like lots of times yeah but the problem is that they're trying to now justify it mm. as yeah. like a father doing the right thing i went to a funeral like last week i think 
like during this lockdown, my first, my mum's friends, my mum's friend from when they were younger, her husband died of coronavirus. So I went, I took her to the funeral. Sorry, and the funeral, sorry. funeral was sad, man. Mm. There was only about 20 something people. And then the woman was talking to me afterwards and she said like, you know what? They didn't let us see him like at all. And then obviously if, if um, they said, if she said, they said if she doesn't take the funeral on that day, he would have been cremated or put in a mass burial. Yeah. All of these rules have come in yeah, to restrict people, like normal everyday people. Like mm. also like there's normal everyday people that have had family members be sick that are following what the government has told them. Mm. And then you've got like the highest ranking person in politics that's not an MP or civil servant, basically. The most, in essence, the most powerful man in England right now, like, you know, Boris Johnson's closest ally, in essence. And he's just, like, pulled up to his parents 260 miles away. <laughs> what I find funny about this, yeah, is who snitched on my man? You know what? That's not, that's the bit I've not even, I've not even penny. No one's mentioned who snitched on him. Who snitched on my like, You know what it is? Someone, it must have been someone from the police because Durham police, the, init the, the initial news that was coming out was that Durham police um, have said that they, um, they, they went to his parents' house to talk to his parents. The police did? Yeah, the Durham police. Why did they go to his parents? Because the neighbour called to say that they saw my man in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Playing football with his son. All right, now he's oh, walking. Wait, wait, the said youth, yeah, that's supposed to be too sick to look after his own children. Yeah, was in the garden playing with the youth. Waste man. Playing football. What I heard was that it was his, his mum's birthday and he just pulled up. So, right, okay, so if it's that, yeah, right, and let's, let's take the name the, the name Dominic Cummings out of the equation do you have a problem with somebody travelling that distance in the height of this corona situation to go and be with their 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 parents for whatever the reason do you know what to be honest I, I, I personally me Femi I don't have a problem with it what I have a problem with is the government now trying to justify justify something that they were preaching to us was wrong and it's disrespectful yeah. to people i don't have a problem listen yeah. i've been pulling up to my mom's house you know to chop i did my two weeks in my house after the two weeks i've been pulling my mom called me she was like listen you lot i've not seen you lot for two weeks like what, what are you lot doing like yeah. come and eat i've pulled up i'm not even gonna say like i've been here i've not broken the like the rules blah 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 no one's got any evidence but I've definitely done it. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so ultimately, like, I'm not saying that you shouldn't pull up to your parents' house. But what I'm saying mm -hmm. is that if you're the prime minister's closest ally, prime minister's closest person in power, the special advisor to the prime minister, who is in mm -hmm. the meetings, imagine, this guy's in the meetings with the scientists. You know, when the government meets scientists, he's there, mm -hmm. he's at all the major meetings, yeah? And you can't help yourself but to drive 260 miles to go and see your parents. At you, know what is, you know what that is though as well? Sometimes people in them, in them like, um, sorry, in those positions, just think that they're above it. They're like, okay, yeah, these are the rules, but 
I'm I'm who I am in it, so I don't need to listen to that. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. And, and 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 what's mad is Boris Johnson just they they're now trying to manipulate it. They were like, yeah, he acted respectfully and legally and with <laughs> integrity. He was a father looking out for the best interest of his child. Traveling, oh, bro, they're from London, bro. They don't know anyone from London to Durham. I don't even think like you guys have to take in our nah, far this place. It's far, it's far, it's far. Let me let me like, get the mileage, bro. My <laughs> man's pulled up here all the way. He doesn't know anyone, and then Boris Johnson's trying to justify it. But obviously, the press hate this guy. Everyone hates this guy, by the way. Oh, like, he's, he's meant to be a psycho. He's meant to be rude. Uh, two hundred and sixty-nine miles, which yeah, is yeah, he's meant to be. This brother's meant to be rude, yeah. So Before. everyone's trying to get rid of him, which I don't even, I don't even know if I agree with. What I don't agree with is that the prime minister coming out and all the conservative people coming out trying to justify it now and trying to What's say, the, yeah, it's cool, he did the right thing. He's charming as well. How long is that drive? Four hours forty minutes. Let's call that five hours. Yeah. When did lockdown first started? Yeah. I think I was in the house for about 10 days, two weeks. And then I had to go, I had to go up to North London for something. I had to get some letters from the shop. Do you know how nervous I got mm. when I went past Elephant and Castle? Because I had been making journeys, but they were small journeys all within the South London area. See, when I got to Elephant and then you, you there was those stories going around of people getting stopped by the police, police asking them where they're going, if their car weren't in from the area or something like that. And I just got mad nervous. Then a couple of weeks later, I'm like, what am I, what? The, it's not a law. The police can't tell me nothing. Can't stop me. Ask me where I'm going. And if, if the answer that I've given you isn't to your satisfaction, you're going to tell me to go home. Like I'm a kid. Like, no, bruv. Like, I'm a big man, you know. I'm a big man with common sense. Like, I'm not stupid. Um, so the reason I asked you that question for me is because I don't think he's done anything wrong. Obviously, his parents are old, isn't it? So he's potentially put his parents at risk. That's definitely one thing that he's done. But that's, that's, that's between him and his parents. Because I said from, from early, like, my dad was on his own. And my dad was self-isolated before it kind of got official. So I think even now, my dad's been my dad's been on his own for like, I think three months. And I said from early, if there's a single sign that my dad has any of these symptoms, he's not dying on his own. I'm rolling up to Manchester. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? We all probably would, to be fair. We all probably would. But this, but is, this is the thing. The, the guy's wife was so, showing signs of having coronavirus, he didn't even have it. And she officially didn't have it. And he pulls yeah. up to go and see his mumsy. Yeah, Bro, that's, just that's say, fun. you know what? I went to see my mum for a birthday. It was ill-advised. Yeah. Like, yeah. I shouldn't have done it. But instead, there's footage of him badding up press. But then, today I saw some clip on YouTube of people pulling up outside his house, shouting yeah, at him. I don't were, think that's nice. They were not. <laughs> they wouldn't even have it. They were like, his neighbours were basically just heckling him, like, from outside his yard. Serious? Mm. Yeah, just saying that, well, I've not seen my mum. I'm a single mum caring for my child. Yeah. I've not had no... But, and that's the problem. It's like, it's the credibility of what they're yeah. saying is the problem. 
And what's the what's mad about it? Yeah, this guy is so powerful. He's not said any. He's not apologized. He's not yeah, looked like on. he was wrong. And do you know who's been apologizing? All Boris and them man. Mm. This guy must have some next level. Like I knew he had power, but the amount of politicians that have put, been putting their neck on the line for him, I've never seen anything like it, bro. The thing is, it's rude, and it's it's like it's like what you said, yeah. Um, it's like what you said that there's a lot of people that I would probably deem vulnerable, like with their mental health, single parents, both single fathers and single mothers with one, two, maybe even more young children that don't have a garden that have followed the guidelines that the government have set to a T, you know, maybe to the detriment of their mental and physical health. And then this guy's just blowing up and down the motorway and then that. Like it's just... And apparently, do you know what's mad? Apparently you've done it twice. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. But yeah, man. Let's just leave him. But he's not lost his job yet anyway. Them man, Boris and them man are still defending him. But... The way the press will go in and the way people are outside his house and stuff. He's probably got something on them. He's probably got something. No, bro, on them, he's not probably. He's hundred percent got something on them. Mm. This is like this is out of your this is the brother that masterminded the Brexit thing. Yeah. He's got something on them, man. He's got something. Ace. Yo. Every, every time I've seen you today, yeah, you've been combing your beard. Well, well. I don't know. I just I think it's it's helping with my anxiety. Oi, quickly, can we quickly go back to um, Bounty and Beanie? Yeah. I find it really irritating that after something so amazing happens, to hear, to hear negative comments about it. Even if the comments are justified, this is like, fine, like, can't you just what, enjoy what it for what, what is? Sorry, guys, what is the negative comment? So, so t- Tony Matteron, you actually, you watched it, didn't you? But Damon. it, it but, yeah, but it, it wasn't going on in there. You would have missed the comments. So oh, well, he was so, doing it in the co- in the group? He yeah, did. there was a couple of oh. things that he said. So basically, like what we do with the podcast, after the, after the verses, Swiss Beats and Timberland had their little meeting, but it was on, it was on the same live Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So... I don't think, I think it was Timberland that didn't see it. So Swiss was like, so I don't know if you heard them talking about zones, like stay out of the zone, stay out of the zone. Mm. Yeah, so, so Swiss was like, all of you lot with negative comments. Firstly, I'm surprised that you man, you man, you know, you man are big in the game and bloody, bloody, blah. I'm surprised that you weren't feeling it. Stay out of the zone. Don't try and pop something down that, you know, has been big for the culture and this and that and that. Timberland's like, I don't know what you're talking about, fam. So obviously my man broke it down for him. And it's like, yeah, Tony Matteron, you know, was saying basically that you Americans are like culture vultures. You've landed, you've taken two of the hottest um, bashment dancehall artists and you've just exploited them. Do you know what I mean? You ain't, oh, you ain't, how? You ain't, wait, you ain't wait. Where's, the exp- saying, where's the exploitation? Explain that to me. Saying, what he's saying is that basically all it's done is is grown their platform, like the versus platform. Yeah, just grown their platform mm. and just grown them. Yeah, 
but whenever any any people from Jamaica want something from America, they're charging them big P. Do you know what I mean? But you've landed and you've got the two of the biggest dancehall artists done this thing and it's just blown up your thing, yeah? Do you think that, so that Bounty and Beanie didn't get paid for that last night? Well, this is the thing. Whether they, they paid, whether, they got, whether they got paid for it, as in physical P or not, bro, their streams, bro, I... Through the bro, roof, 100%. They, they were promoting this a week before the event. Mm. You see, Saturday, I listened to I listened to Beanie Man on the on on the way up to North London because I had to go do something, and I listened to Bounty Killer on the way back, and that's just me. Mm. We're not talking about the amount of people that have, their streams have probably gone up by 300 percent. So they've made money, yeah. So that whole argument of them man coming coming through and bloody bloody blah, bro, that that thing put Jamaica on the map. The amount of the amount of tourists that are going to hit Jamaica when, when quarantine is done. Yeah, we're talking about that. We're going, bro. You know? <laughs> we're so, talking about and, and, and the thing is, for me, yeah, I can't remember who said it. I was, I'm watching something recently and somebody says, bro, no matter what happens, there's always going to be the opposite. It's just life. It's the yin and yang. There has to be the opposite energy. Do you know what I mean? So... Whatever happens, there's always going to be somebody that disagrees, always going to be a hater, always going to be somebody that's just got some kind of hate in their system. Um, and yes, it's two Americans that started up this versus team, two black Americans. I'm hearing, yeah, that they've been offered millions of dollars to sell this versus thing because mm. it's, it's, an actual, it's an actual brand, it's a company. And they're like, nah, this is staying black owned. We're owning it. We're keeping it. It's staying, it's staying black owned. So when you're hearing certain man, and I'm surprised at Tony Matteron because he's he's big in the game. He's big in the culture. Do you know what I mean? He's big in it, and and he should he should look beyond beyond the oh these guys that aren't from the reggae scene, yeah, have come and just used two reggae artists to make their situation. No, bro. They haven't come and used two reggae artists to make to, 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 to make their situation better because they were getting mad numbers anyway. Yeah. Also, yeah. also is something that that beanie versus binary argument has been an argument since I was in early secondary school. Absolutely. It's been from time. It's what the public wanted to see. They just delivered a clash that the public have been calling for for years. And also, these two artists in particular are not two artists that are going to let anybody take advantage of dancehall music. It's not like, like, I can name two other dancehall artists and boy, and then if they like were accused of letting people vulture off dancehall, then I could see it. But when it mm. comes to Beanie and Bounty, come on, bro. Mm. Like, that was sometimes one of the arguments. It, yeah. This, huh? is, Go this is one of the arguments, yeah. Them I will say, one of the arguments is, ah, uh, them man have won Grammys, but, the Grammys never televise when reggae artists win. What's that, what's that got to do with Swiss and Timberland and Versus? What's that got to do with me watching it in my house at two o'clock in the morning? It's got nothing to do with us. Bare people's getting involved. Like, <laughs> one, there was all people like, I'm on Portuguese. Portuguese artists win Grammys all the time. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's got nothing like, to do with like, us. Man was reaching and even then it's just like, the Grammys is not a black-owned thing. Yeah. 
I, the thing is, I get it. In an ideal world, it would have been sick if Usain Bolt put that on and it was like fully Jamaican. And I, Okay, I get that. But they did it for like, this is something that the fans wanted to see. The fans of, the real fans of dancehall music. And it was able to happen. It happened in Jamaica. Like, I don't really see what the problem is. I really don't. And I'm struggling to, when I hear like, uh, like, culture vulture i think that t- term gets thrown around way too much like we need to just ease off that man like it's not it's not always I, there's a lot of phrases that have been used a lot and even that whole for the culture thing that annoys me all the time as well like people just say that for the sake of saying oh, i'm doing it for the culture sometimes just say yeah, i'm doing it because i'm getting paid and i want you know to what like you it. know what it's like it's like people expect people not to get paid to do stuff mm. And people expect people not to embrace bigger platforms. It's like as black people, we like black things to remain underground and to remain specific. Like no disrespect to Jamaica and Jamaica's music, but Jamaica's got a three million population. That's not a lot of people. Jamaican artists make most of their money by outside of Jamaica. Of course. These artists make proper coin. Like and and what's beautiful about Jamaican artists, yeah, you could go to you could go to Jamaica. They all still live, like majority of them still live there. Not every single one of them, but majority yeah. of them, the yeah. money that they yeah. make outside, they bring it yeah. back home and yeah. they spend it in their country. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so for me, ultimately, when a platform comes to take dancehall to the world stage, which versus is. Like, I mean, Beanie and Bounty could have done it on their Instagram live, but hard, not as many people would have come. And like, this and is what we said yesterday. This is what, this is what, this is what we, we were talking about yesterday and this morning, more, more this morning, yeah. And here's the thing. So my man, they're talking about, uh, you know, one of the biggest names in reggae and dancehall music, one of the biggest names is a white brother. A white brother, David Rodigan. Mm. One of the biggest names. I grew up listening to my man, DJ on the radio. Yeah. And he is, he is, has probably, he's probably got outside of your Stone Love people, and he was around with them man there. So he's got equal experience within the culture. There's probably no one better to have done this thing than David Rodigan. He just doesn't have. I don't think he's got the business acrimon as Swiss and Timberland. Do you know what I mean? So, if it was man like David Rodigan, would people say he's a culture vulture because you're Caucasian? It's not like you're, you understand what I'm saying, but you're you're in the music. Sometimes people, sometimes people just want to chat shit for the sake of chatting shit, and you know, like there's always somebody that wants to be outside of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Just for the sake of it, just to, to 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 get their numbers up, just to be a bit controversial. And then I'm hearing, um, I haven't heard what he said, but Major Hype has jumped on the on the bandwagon as well. So the thing he's, is, I, I listen to Major Hype. Major Hype is is strongly saying he when he's talking about people taking advantage of dance, he's not talking about that situation that happened last night, and he's not talking about Beanie and Bounty. He's just talking about the fact that people like come in, use dancehall music, and then duck out. But yeah, yeah, I mean that's happened, obviously. But that happened. I feel like that happened. That's happening with Afrobeat at the moment. You're hearing pop artists using Afrobeat music. You're hearing like it happens, in it. Like whatever the popular sound is. Successful. People yeah. Want to be a part of it. That's exactly. absolutely, yeah. absolutely for me. And that that's that's life. I think you know, 
people just have to get smarter and make sure that if that's the case, then they're, they're getting paid and royalties and this and that and that. And because there's no problem with doing, with working outside of your, your ethnicity or, or you understand of your culture. There's no problem with doing that. As, as you just said, if your thing blows up that big, then obviously other people are going to want to slice of the cake and want to get involved. Also, I mean, maybe, go on, I was going to say, like, in, I was just thinking about it from Tony Matteron's perspective, because Tony Matteron obviously is an artist, but he's also a DJ, and, he, and I'm guessing he does put on events or whatever. Like, even in terms of me, so there might be artists that I know that I've broken or I've, like, put out first. Like, I've played mm. their song first, and then they go on to, like, do huge things, and then I can't get them on the phone, or I can't, do you know what I'm saying? Like, that stings a little bit. Yeah, and I would never come out and Ace. say, oh, like, Ace. how, I would, no, for, let me just finish. I would never, like, we would never come out, for instance, we would never come out and be like, what, Ed Sheeran's doing Wembley Stadium, but he did our show first. How can he just go out and do, do you know what I mean? Like, he has to come and do the barbershop before he comes to Wembley Stadium. It doesn't make sense. You just have to understand that sometimes it goes bigger than you and bigger than what you, sorry, what bigger than what you can do for that artist. And it's beyond you. It's nothing to do with how that person thinks about you or how that person sees you. It's not a disrespect. It's just that it is bigger than you now. It's just, it's blown up. It is what it is. And you just got, you just got to hold it. You just got to hold it. There's, and then you know what? I have to take that, I have to take that advice myself. Because as actually an artist who I strongly believe I helped. Like, I don't think they would be anywhere near the where they are today if it wasn't for me. And that artist is doing huge things. And I've tried to get them on the phone for something or I've tried to get an interview and I'm getting air. And I'm getting mad, like, oh, my days. Like, if it wasn't for... Like, and I'm thinking that in my head. But then you just got to think, here's where it is, man. Sometimes, like, it gets bigger than you and it's just like they can't always pay homage to where they came from or always go back to their roots. They just got to just keep going. And it is where it is. And it stings and it stinks, actually. But you just gotta hold it. You can't. And I think if you if you if you voice that opinion, then you look so bitter. You just look like you're not doing shit. What no, you but all of that, yeah. Fair enough, yeah. But Tony Matton didn't blow Beanie Man or Bouncy Killer. I'm not saying he blew them, but at one point he was a peer. I like. Maybe not even a peer, but like not that he blew them, but he's been involved in what they did. He's like played dances with them. Maybe he's like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, he, nah, he sees them as a peer. Enough, man. I don't think it's good enough. I think, obviously, like, you, you, when everyone's celebrating, you should have either. If you're going to do, if you really find it dead what they've done and they're your brethren's, call them, man. Yeah, straight, I, agree, I agree with that. And like, people, people are scared to use a phone these days. They'd rather go online and start chatting up, doing up the chattings to people. Yeah. yeah. Just pick up the phone. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, but you know, general consensus, it was amazing. No, like but, I, but but like I don't know if you guys spoke about this before I came on. Who do you think won? Uh, I think I, I think track for track, Beanie won. But I think in terms of the performance, the performance in the Clash, Bounty Killer was a one. But I think if it, we're talking about tune for tune, then I gotta give it to Beanie Man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a sound so I'm a sound so cliche right now, but I don't care because I, I I I'm still emotional. The world one. 
Jamaica one, man. Jamaica one, hundred percent. No, but I started it. I, like when I was talking about, I, I, I think I was saying to, to Tasha, black people won, Jamaicans won, reggae dancehall won. Then I just thought, no, nah, it's not limited to that. The world won because they they gave this to the world. Or every single person that was involved, even down to the police officer that tried to lock off the thing, <laughs> gave it to the world, bruv. Like, oh, you see, and you see when they started going back to back on the same rhythm. On the Showtime rhythm, hard. Jesus, Lord. And then there was another rhythm that they went back to back on, but they wasn't even dubbing each other. They were bigging each other up. Yeah. I mean, when you see that, I said, you know what? It doesn't even matter who won. I stopped counting. I don't even think it's not even that there. But I breaking it down, you two are absolutely right. Absolutely right. The 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 this that bounty gave Beanie. You see when Bounty called him a fish. You know what that means? What? What does that mean? A, what does that mean? This is a politically correct podcast. So I'll tell you, man, after, but I know okay. there's people that are listening to the, this podcast that know what that means. And yeah. I thought it was going to pop off, but that just shows the professionalism of both of them. And them not understanding this means more than taking this thing seriously. Because the, towards the end, the way the man was moving and when Beanie brought his daughter out and blah, yeah. blah. The funeral dub, the funeral dub was hard. Oh, yeah. See the funeral dub, yeah. yeah. That... For me, that made Bounty Killer might have won because of that. Nah, nah. He didn't have no tune though. That was that, you see absolutely. the way he dropped it, the delivery. I'm with I'm with yeah, no, no, but tune for tune. With, the thing is, you gotta remember what versus is. It's who's got the best catalog. No, no, who's tune, got the best? Like, tune. I'll be honest. Hey, tune for tune. Tune for tune. Yeah, my man played a feature from Little Kim. My man drew for a tune with Jeru the Damager. I'd never heard of it in my life. <laughs> why didn't why didn't he play PSA? Why didn't he play like why didn't bro, he play the PSA um the Jay-Z yeah. version? Bro, why didn't he play I, was so, I was so confused, bro. Yeah, he was playing bear tunes. I never I ain't heard it. He was playing Bear Wyclef production and Yeah, bro. I was like, what are you doing? I was, bro? I'll be honest to you. I'll be honest to you, Ace. Yeah. I was so confused. <laughs> I, the, some of the tunes he was dropping, I was thinking, what how is this? No, but it's the it's the way he's dropping them and the way he's hyping it, you start feeling it. It, now his performance was A1 I'm sorry Bounty Killer's performance was sick one of the funniest things in that clash yeah was when Bounty went to go and draw a next rhythm and oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Bounty told him straight I've got 90 seconds yeah <laughs> time I can draw another rhythm with this yeah. so Beanie was like so Beanie let the first one slide and, and then he, the like, second one he wasn't on it you weren't on it for the second one hey listen what is man a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> And then stuck it on the DJ, like, hey, listen, if I'm not a dickhead out here, enough, behave yourself. I said, yes, <laughs> with your big belly, with your uncle belly. Yeah, man. That belly, that yeah. belly, that was me a few years ago, still. But like, Come BB. Nah, no, I, I, I proper enjoyed it. That was like, well, like you said, that is probably the best thing I've seen on Instagram. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely since lockdown. It's 100% one of the best things I've seen. Thoroughly I've enjoyed it, it man. several times. It's so good, man. When they were going back to back on the Showtime really Because I even I even said that where I did my party last night, what is Bounty Killer going to play after Beanie Man Hypocrite, which is on the Showtime rhythm? And then I forgot that, actually, like an idiot, forgot that 
Bounty Killer has got probably a bigger tune on the show. <laughs> Showtime with him. And then Bounty Killer just came in straight after. And then they just started going back to... It was hard. It was so good, man. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Salute to them both, man. That was wicked. I don't, um, think, I don't think anything can be... I don't even really want to watch Jagged Edge on 112 tomorrow. These times I'm hearing... These times I'm hearing it, it's only half of 112 because the two of them don't fuck with the other two. Hold on. When is it? Tomorrow night. Is it? Yeah. That's a meaty clash still. Yeah. I mean, it's one that, like, R&B fans were wanting to see, but, like, you can't come off the back of Beanie and Bounty. We, with we spoke team. about that last week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Because they were talking about it and possibly happen. But two, two of the members of 112 will come out and said they're not on it. So hold on, wait. So, 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 so they need to change their name. They need to change their name to One Six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a black that. Yeah, what's half of One Twelve? Um, sixty six. They're sixty six. Yeah, and I'm sure one of J. I'm sure the one of Jagged Edge is in jail. I'm sure one so, of them man is in jail. It's not even Jagged Edge no more. No, I know that. I know that the twins are the twins are out, and then there's one of the Jagged Edge men are in jail. I'm sure of it. So it should be interesting. I'm gonna watch it the same way, but we know that it's gonna be nothing like nothing, absolutely nothing you like Beanie and Bunny. You know what I am interested in watching, and I'm not sure when it is. I think it's within the next couple of days. I heard that advert the other day in the radio, and I saw that advert on TV today. That take that, and Robbie Williams are doing a. A, a, a concert just for this lockdown thing and I'm not on it man the thing is yeah the song that they played in the advert is it's one of my favourite songs it's, it's one of Victor's favourite songs it's you know like every now and then you, you have a a group and they have a rhythm that, that crosses see like Oasis and Wonderwall that just crosses over yeah, of course. And, so the advert caught me, and I'm interested. I'm interested in it to see what take that, and 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 they actually specifically said take that and Robbie Williams. So I'm kind of interested to see what I go on with that. Um, you know what's mad? I used to love Robbie Williams when yes. I first came from Nigeria. <laughs> that was my favorite artist. It's because he comes across like Mandem. I get. It. I get. It. Bro, he comes across I like Mandem. Like I used to like. I, I mean, like. I knew every tune. I just oh, couldn't wow. believe the guy was so good. No, he, he comes across like man them, 100%. I get it. I just wanna rock. That's his worst <laughs> song, bro. Femi knows the album. Yeah, yeah. All that Angels, Millennium. Yeah, bear tunes. Yeah, I hated that Millennium song. I don't, I don't know why, I just hated it. The Millennium tune was kind of dead, but like Angels, which one? Let me. That's a big tune, bro. Banger. Like Robbie Williams, that little era of Robbie Williams, I actually loved that. That Robbie Williams. I just thought it was amazing. That's a banger. Um, Go on, I'm just going to change the subject slightly, but if you've got anything else to say on that. No, go on, go on. No, no, no. Well, I was going to say, are we talking about this, this gentleman that crashed his guy in front of Lee today. Can I say what? something about that? Can I say something about that? So everyone might have seen it on social media. Swarms has crashed his Ferrari, yeah. A rental Ferrari. Was it rental? Ah, uh, sorry, it's the, the post that I see at Swarms said rental Ferrari. So I don't know if it's his Ferrari or if it's a rental. Ooh, and the people okay. looking all crazy. 
is it mad that now I don't know if it's just this era of this era of like clout chasing and just doing things to go viral, yeah? That I don't I don't believe it to be true. I feel like it's a I feel like it's a hoax. But you're you're not wrong for that because I just feel like the wet the 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 videos that we've seen and the pictures. They just look too perfect. It's weird. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's kind of like, I also don't feel like he would have posted that if he had crashed the Ferrari. See, I thought that, and I thought he'd done a good job because he just posted it before anybody else. So he, so he almost like, he just, he just, he just deaded it because the only post that are there, mm. that people are floating around is what he actually posted. Exactly. That's why I'm at strong I, for some change reason, and and it, it doesn't show what he crashed into. It just shows that it's been crashed. So basically, what I oh, see, there was a bus. So what I see has happened. Yeah, is he's in the city, mm. and he, he's floored it. Yeah, now them things are real wheel drive. Them things ain't easy. Yeah, the engines in the back as well. He's floored it. The car spun. Once the car spins, if you're not a driver. There's nothing you can do. Like, and the thing is, you, you speak to a driver and they say if your car starts spinning, you've got to turn into the into the slide. Yeah. You're never gonna remember that in the moment if it happens for the first time. Because your instinct is to do that to do yeah. exactly the opposite. Your instinct is I, to do the opposite. I could never watch car videos mm. on YouTube, and this and that and that. And people try these things all the time, try try and um drift around corners and all them things there and end up wrapping it around a tree or licking off a wheel on the curb. And that's what man tried to do it on purpose. So what I've seen is that he's tried to go around, the, he's probably floored it going around the bus. The car span, he's ended up T-boning the side of the bus, scraping down the side and his car spun off somewhere and the bus is over there. Um, I hope he's all right though. But, he, yeah. seems he seems alright. Like I just looked at him on Instagram. Mm. What, what I'm finding, I don't want to say funny. I mean, funny ironically is that apparently he just got the car. This is his first day of having the car. So whether it's a rental, whether it's a lease, whether he's bought it, regardless of where that car's come from, that's a shit day. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you know, like for me, yeah. I've done some crazy things back in the day, like when I was younger. Like, I used to be on the motorway a lot, and I've just done some crazy speeds. Um, you remember my Lexus that I had, that I crashed? Yeah. yeah. You know, so I've, I've, I've had some near-death experiences. Um, and for me, bruv, I love my car. I've paid proper coin for it. I'm the, the worst thing. The, the worst thing in the world for me would be for me to write off my vehicle because I've done something stupid, or I've done something that I didn't need to do. Money's not a problem because the car's insured, but it's messed up my day, my week, my month, possibly even my year. Do you know what I mean? Just mm. for like five seconds of trying to impress who's in the car with me or who's behind me or whatever, it's just not worth it, bro. Let alone the the, the 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 damage that you could do to other people, it's just not worth it at all. It's just not worth it, bro. But it seemed like everyone was safe and well. No one got hurt, so you know, man. Because remember what happened? To, remember what happened to Bugsy Malone a couple? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
of lockdown and that seems to have been kind of swept under the carpet or kept quiet. Um, hopefully he's make, making a full recovery because I actually do like him as a rapper. Um, as an individual, I find him entertaining. Um, but if it's one thing that we're going to take from this podcast, folks, let's drive easy, stay within the speed limit and stay within your driving limitations. And a word in my word! Sorry, I got a bit excited there. <laughs> 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 Alright, listen, we're gonna be back on Tuesday at nine 8 30. Sorry, eight thirty. Different times. I, I, keep, I keep forgetting the time, man. Hold on, let me have it's a look. Nine PM, bro. I mean, I don't know, man. I wasn't there. <laughs> but what I do know is that I was at Ace's other thing. Ace, you've been busy today. Well oh oh the, the singing thing today. Have you yeah, left I've been that busy. Room? What room? <laughs> yeah, I haven't. You know, I proper haven't. I've been in in the same seat all day. I went to an Instagram party earlier on as well. Shout out to Shorty Blitz. Um, he had like a daytime thing. I was just in there, just vibes in. Then I had my vocal elections. Yeah, I've been mm. busy today, man. I've been busy yeah. today. Shout out to everybody. I, I'm I need, I'm just trying to build the numbers on vocal elections. So yeah, if you have an opportunity, make sure you lock in on to my IG on a Saturday. Yeah, man. Get, support Sunday IG, and a Thursday. Sunday and a Thursday. Ace mm. needs to get the day right. Yeah, man. I need to get the days right. <laughs> you're onto something big. What you're doing is just it, it, you know what is it? It's just something different than the IG rave. Mm. It's just and, it, and it's, it's 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 calming for a Sunday evening. And even a Thursday, it's just like, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a nice vibe. It's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. No, I, think, we... I've, I think definitely, like, it's, mm. I've, I've enjoyed it, man. I'm not, I'm not usually into stuff like that. I've enjoyed yes. it. And um, I think um, you, you're finding some talent there, man. You should sign some of them, bro. Yeah, I mean, this is the, not the plan, but, like, I'm, I do want to find some talent. That's definitely something that I'm looking into, so... Mm, I saw like I saw a couple. There was some like there was one bit on Thursday. You had just bare white girls singing, bro. Mm. Like about <laughs> ten of them back to back. They weren't. They weren't. ten. There was. I know you like ten. <laughs> not like ten. Because I was like, right, is this like a special white edition? Or <laughs> <that?"> <laughs> the white episode. The white I, episode. I think they like, were good though. They were good yeah, singers. Really good singers. There's been some they really were good, good singers. Like you know, they, they weren't singers. joke. It weren't a joke, bro. I um, like when when like people come up and you can't tell if they could sing, and you're like, you just assume they can't sing, and then they just I mean, blow you and away. We had some terrible singers. I won't say that, but we've had singers. Where, do you know what's funny? Like, whenever I think, oh, this person's gonna be dead, it's just nerves because eventually they start like shocking out. Like at the beginning, you're like, oh my god, I gotta sit through ninety seconds of this, and then by the time by the time they get past the first few lines, you're like, okay, you can actually sing. You're okay. You had one today, Ace. Yeah, you today. No, but he yeah. got better at the end. Was, was it a guy? It was a girl. Oh, okay, I know you talk about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she but, was. A, yeah, but but let me end this by saying, yeah. Massive shout out to everyone that goes on there because, the, as you quite rightly said, the nerves, bruv. I'm not doing it. A, I can't sing, but if I could sing, I would. Depending on where I was in my singing career, I don't know if I would do it. It's, it's, it's it is nerve wracking. So, I'm not taking anything away from anyone that goes up there and sings. You're doing what something that's passionate to you. Do you know what I mean? And that takes a lot of guts and you, you know what I mean? So shout outs to everyone that, that goes up there and 
and does that. You got to everybody that's just creating sick IG content as well. Like I, I'm, I've been watching Judy Love on. I think she does Tuesdays and Sundays. She's so funny, man. She, I, 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 I I'm, I'm just loving watching Judy because obviously, like, I, I've, we've known Judy for a while, and it was just stand up. Now she's on Loose Women, BBC Lunch. She's just doing bits, and she's got a nice following. And she's just, she just naturally entertaining them. So massive shout out to Judy Love when as well. I want to make a TV when show with her. I like her. So I said again? I want to make a TV show with her. You I should, really you know. Her. You yeah, should. Yeah. Find, find some kind of, I don't know, man, whether she's like, I don't know. Uh, obviously, even if, like, I know this, like, use the, the stereotypes. Like, she's a single mom from Hackney. I'm sure she can find the funniest, like, scenarios to make a sitcom or whatever, like. She is just mm. so funny and just natural. And she's one of the people that people are just naturally drawn to of all race, yeah. creeds, colors. Like she's got a strong LGBT following, strong female following, strong black following. She's just got... She's a yeah, great she, person. She's well. a great she's person, person. Really nice person, man, as well. So mm. I'm, re- I'm really enjoying seeing what she does. Yeah, she's got, she's standardly got like two and a half thousand people Tuesdays and Thursday nights. It's easy for us. Nothing. And is that the date? No, is it? Is it Tuesdays and Thursdays? Yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Is that the uh, date? Yeah, so you come on, you tell anybody else. <laughs> she, yeah. She's like, she come on, you tell people if you're single or not. And there's like people that's come on and expo- expose their business, talk about the relationship problems they're having. And people are just like trying to get involved. It's really good. It's good. Did you see, did you see the clip of the guy that come on that had, his, that had his jaw wired shut? No. And he was talking about that he, he can't wait. He just had some surgery for a broken jaw, yeah. And he goes, he can't wait for the doctors to, to take off the wires that's why the jaw shut because he likes eating whoops. Did you see that African brother that was on and he was talking about, I like, I like fat girls. He's like, yeah, yeah, I like you. You're nice and fat. I can, I like yeah. you. And then Judy yeah, started yeah, pretending, yeah, yeah. Judy started pretending to freeze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was freezing at, but the Bible was like, I think your internet is broken. Said, <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Salute to Judy, man. All right, we'll, Judy. we'll be back on a, we should try and get her forward on a live for one of the YouTube lives. That'll be funny. That's good. That's good. Uh, right, we'll be back on Tuesday, a nine o'clock. <laughs> nine, nine o'clock, o'clock on Tuesday, on we'll be live on, on YouTube. Join YouTube. us, man. It's yeah. nice when it's people are there. It's nine o'clock. Uh, 100% 9 o'clock be there we want you in the comments we want you like having joined in the conversation it's like the comments last week were funny people were killing Lee boy <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why he's not here today nah people bro. were killing him last week oh my gosh it was, it was serious but yeah join us on Tuesday man it should be fun uh, yeah, yeah. rate subscribe comment till then peace cool